We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. It's just pains, straight pains. Imagine ranking Siani number one fantasy defender at some point earlier in the season. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been a triple game week. And then he goes on. Yeah, yeah. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird, Skylar Redpath, and J.D. Bazo. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined on this Monday night by J.D. Bazo and Skylar Redpath to talk about Week 25 of the MLS Fantasy season. Gentlemen, very easy question to lead off. Is Wayne Rooney the greatest player you've ever seen? <laughs> that was so cool. Like, uh, there's nothing you can even do to rain on the parade there. I know there's like a, he, he might have been a foot off sides, Acosta. There might have been a trip. Yada yada yada, retirement league, whatever. But uh, just like the that scenes and the atmosphere in the stadium and the that goal and Acosta's hat trick, everything was awesome. Pulling the goalie with uh, in a tie game with like a full minute to go, mm-hmm. that was awesome. Don't care what anybody says. Um, I don't know. I needed it was, to do it. 
They, they didn't need to, but I think it was a good calculated risk. I mean, you need to get three points. Yeah, I think at this point they've got to have those three points. So I, I mean, I could see it, see where Ben Olsen's reasoning was there, but I could have used a, a goal from Rooney instead of the assist. But I, I, mean, <laughs> I'm not, I can't take anything away from the play. I had him on my fantasy team, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I'll take the ten points to assist. Not a bad performance, and I'm probably gonna have him in my lineup again this week. Yeah, I assume he'll be thinking pretty, about it. So yeah, I assume he'll be pretty popular with DC with the double game week, but uh. Before we get into 25, Skylar, you uh, said earlier today that your uh, salary, what was it, 105.1? I'm at 105.4, I believe. 105.4, okay. I'm at 105.1, and I felt really good about myself. Excuse me, I'm at 105 flat. Until JD, why don't you tell the listeners where you are? I'm up at 109.9. Which would be one uh one ten point four if MLS had dealt with my uh, with my error in Castellanos. Not your, not your error. Their error. I, I didn't even really get an answer from them. They just totally ignored me. Um, told me to, like send screenshots just to kind of delay me, and then no response yet. So they've been looking into it for like a week. Yeah. Um. So you know, good on them. I no wonder that a lot of people don't play this game. But um, you don't you don't need those extra half. You, what, what did you say? You got 110 million over there. <laughs> Come on, 1099. But you know what? I'm building my team right now, and I could use the extra half a million, and I deserve it. And um, although someone astutely pointed out on Twitter, he sounds much more into it's a bit nomad who's been in the fantasy community much longer than me and Andrew here have. Um, he has been tracking it quite closely and knows the ins and outs. I think he he settled on Castellanos based on some movement. Maybe doesn't deserve the full five, even though it's convoluted, um, based on some of the other player movements. But um, it seems like to me he at least deserves plus point three, and I still think maybe plus point five. But um, it, it's impossible to track the consistencies and inconsistencies in the price rises and falls. I thought that was an easy one because he literally had never played a game before. And he got seven points. He's only seven million. Um, whatever. I'm gonna drop it. But uh, <laughs> just one last, one last complaint. I know I sound spoiled because I'm, uh, I'm at 109.9. But I, I said on the first podcast before this first week of this fall season, I said we need to focus on the price rises because there's a big double game week coming up. And I did that, and here we are, and we're about to talk about it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, so. Game week uh, 25, we have six teams on double game weeks. We're taping this Monday because uh, MLS decided to start this game week on a Tuesday. Um, We're going to have the Galaxy home against the Rapids uh, tomorrow night. And then Wednesday is DC United home against Portland and and LAFC home against Real Salt Lake. Those are the uh, six teams that are on doubles. So... There, there's like a decent amount of firepower with both LA teams. Um, Portland could even give us some. We talk about RSL at least with Rusnak and Plata, a few others. Uh, the Rapids, not quite as much, but we have at least one guy we've been playing. And then, of course, we just mentioned Wayne Rooney with DC United, even though Luciano Costa is really the one who had the huge game. Uh, Skyler, where's the first place you're looking? I think it's LAFC for me. Uh, two home games, two pretty good matchups for them. 
Real Salt Lake on Wednesday, Colorado this weekend. And so, yeah, I mean, Carlos Vela is right now at the top of my forward rankings. And I've got uh, Ego Rossi not too far behind at fourth right now. Wow. And then after that, I think uh, I think you've got Blessing and, and Christian Ramirez and Marco Urena that you could also consider. Yeah, I just I love the LAFC attack this week. Um, I mean, I feel like you look at Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who plays uh, Colorado at home in the first game, and then May may get some minutes, may not start. Maybe he does at Seattle this weekend. I mean, you're basically saying that's the uh, for Vela, you've got the same matchup against Colorado at home, except you've also got Salt Lake at home. So I think that that's that's for me. That's probably where he jumps over Ibrahimovic this week. All right, JD. I'm with Skyler, 100%. I think um, the only concern, I mean, Vela looks a little banged up in the at the end of that U.S. Open Cup game, and he came on as a substitute in this last one, correct? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think LAFC is going to see some rotation, except most of it was last game. Um, the I think every single player in the defense isn't a regular starter for them last game that started. Um Unfortunately, Failhaber and Lee Wynn started that game, so I think that each of them are probably likely to rotate out for one of these, hmm, if okay. I had to guess, which makes makes the midfield really hard because, like Skylar said, that's my favorite of the double game week teams. Right. But, but they just so happen to be the last double game week kicking off. It's 10 o'clock on Wednesday, so L.A., Colorado, D.C., and Portland all will have played by the time we get that game you'll be down to lafc and rsl who i think you probably don't have too many players from um since they're on the road twice yeah so if someone doesn't start from lafc that you wanted to play there's not a lot of flexibility Mm -hmm. other than going moving to another lafc player that's probably not going to start the second game because the player you wanted to play will right right okay reasonable um, how far do you look with the Galaxy? Because obviously this past weekend we saw Alessandrini and uh, Giovanni Dos Santos come off. Is there a concern that even if they start tomorrow, that which seems like a bit of a long shot, that they don't play the second game or don't? I mean, they, the their second game is uh, kind of an early one on Saturday. It's one o'clock local time for them in Seattle. So, I mean, do you do you really expect two games out of them? Yeah, right Right now I'm going based, based on the assumption that um, I'm not going to use either. Yeah. If maybe one of them is in the 18, and the reports, I see some reports that, you know, it's not that concerning, probably will be back for the weekend, maybe play a sub role tonight. If I can get 120 minutes out of Alessandrini, I'd consider playing him. Hmm. But um, yeah, I don't... He's, he's the one that probably concerns me the most, just the way that he came off. I think it was like... 20th minute somewhere around there and yeah, then early. Dos Santos came off at halftime which you got to wonder if I mean it could have been a knock or something or they could have wanted to change things up a little bit which I don't know at home against Minnesota it seems like you'd want Dos Santos in there for the full 90 so for me it feels like both those guys have something to be concerned about I'm probably not counting on them this week mm-hmm. um, after Ibrahimovic maybe a guy like Jonathan Dos Santos who's yep. been Putting, putting up fantasy points, bonus points, um, and he's on some set pieces for him. 
Um, after that, then I think you're, you you got to look at maybe a guy like Legit or Pontius as your next best options. And I just, I don't feel like either of those are really safe plays this week. So I think for me, I mean, unless you want to go with a defensive guy like uh, Skelvik or, or Siani, then it's probably just going to be Ibrahimovic. Hmm. Yeah. I was, um, so a couple thoughts. Speaking of Skelvik, I was looking at his game log. He has to be really close to a yellow card suspension. He has like five in the last six games or four in the last five. Um, yeah, I haven't seen an update on the uh, on the uh, disciplinary report, but um, it'd be so funny if they they're they're so late on it that they just let him play even if he's suspended and then <laughs> comes down for Saturday. <laughs> well, I think the last one I looked at actually still had Zlatan suspended for his all-star game antics right yeah well uh, sitting out so i don't know it's, right. i mean it's that's no that's a good point though definitely he's on four for the season skelvic okay so he has four in his last five no and it's, he had he's your no he's got um, i'm just totally wrong yeah you are he's got three in his last 10 okay <laughs> i wonder what i was looking at um Oh, you know what I was looking at? It was the column uh, two to the left goals against. And he got a minus one for multiple goals against in five of his last six. Mm. So I was just reading the wrong column. Yeah, Siani's already gotten to five. <laughs> LA Galaxy conceding goals. Yeah. They are uh, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of Skelvik's last eight. They've conceded two or more. Oh. Oh. I, so that kind of actually um, accidental segue brings me to my other point. Do we think it's entirely possible that the Galaxy get rocked this week in both their games? Do you think the Rapids are going to rock them in L.A.? I don't know about the Rapids rocking them. I think Seattle. Maybe. Them, though. I could see Seattle. I mean, I mean the Rapids are them. playing better. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. They're and playing a ton better. And, like, if, if their only midfielder in the center of the field there that can control the game is going to be Jonathan Dos Santos, and then all you have to do is defend Pontius and Legit, or, I mean, Ola Kamara is going to be up top with very little service, him and Ibra. Yeah. no. I You're missing your two most dangerous Ola. creators. I mean, I I just think it's it could be a tough week for them, especially since they have to play on Tuesday here. Then at Seattle, mm-hmm. um, I have a feeling Zlatan's not going to play. I don't know. I think like you probably have to have Ibra. You don't have to, but I think it's right now he's in my lineup. I don't know. I was gonna say I think it's wise too, but I definitely can see an argument against it. So I don't know. I mean, but um, it's kind of a defense, a little bit of a defensive move too, because you know, yeah. I mean, if he's starting, then you know he's gonna be high owned. So yeah, yeah, I caught without him when he goes for a hat trick against the Rapids. Maybe I don't really love the concept of a defensive move in the third week of a. <laughs> whatever week season but um i don't think he's played like on maximize your points yeah but if you if you don't have that hat trick and everybody else does i mean that... yeah but if he busts like we're i mean if you think he's not going to do well and you think someone else is then do that i mean it's i can see if it's towards the end of the year or like the that's a dfs thing like blocking but we're going up against a ton of players here so i think right now maximize what you think's gonna gonna get you the most points yeah, totally. I just think and it saves you a lot of salary. I mean, if he's only going to play one game. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, 
like he hasn't played on turf yet. So not it's just a really hefty schedule. So yeah. I yeah, I think that's a great game to rest him is at Seattle. Mm-hmm. Does he have? He also probably wants to play at Seattle, though. To be honest, I mean, with the crowd, um, I don't know. I feel like he wants to conquer every away stadium. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I, his, I, his his own countrymen playing against him. Spencing. Yeah, Svensson. And I think Svensson kind of spoke out a little bit um, about Ibra during the World Cup. Yeah. Not like super negative, but maybe just like a, a offhand comment, mm-hmm. if so I recall a, correctly. A World Cup revenge game, then. Maybe. <laughs> the World Cup revenge. Right. Yeah, if I had to guess, Zlatan subs off early against Colorado, probably because maybe he got them two goals. <laughs> Who knows? But, um, <laughs> and then I think he plays 30 minutes against Seattle. Okay. I'm looking at like 100, 110 minutes, I guess, maybe even less. But um, that's, for me, that's a legitimate case. Do you even play him? Because I mean, he's, if... he's tired this game at altitude, theoretically. He's tired. Mm-hmm. Well, they're at home, right? No, the first one's at home. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah and so what about this at too? Altitude. I mean, well, tired at home. I mean, pretty much back-to-back games, considering they're playing on Tuesday. But then you got to factor in, too, that their their next game's not until is it Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, but know, that's I mean, still... It's, that, that would still be three games in one week. Yeah, yeah, I they're the it. first I mean, game on Saturday. It's a little Saturday. bit of a longer, it's a little bit of a longer stretch, I'd say. I guess going from Tuesday to Saturday than like a, a Wednesday yeah. to Saturday, but still, I mean, it's. I it's think the turf is a factor. Like yeah, totally. I mean, that's that's probably what's throwing me off a little bit, is uh, the ceiling field, but. Yeah. So and let's talk since we're talking about this game. Um, we haven't even talked about the Colorado side yet, but just in general. Are you guys planning on using all three or four, if you count the goalie, of your bench spots on this first game? Um, There's some value options. The LA defense is like a really good bench play for the switcheroo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a guy like Dos Santos looks kind of attractive in that switcheroo for me. Um, I mean, yeah, some of the Colorado guys have some value too, so... Boateng is yeah. Boateng's five and a half million had his first goal for the Rapids after being there for like a year and a half. So I wouldn't go (laughs) wouldn't go crazy with that. But um, he can pick up some bonus points. It's a cheap bench play. Uh, Chris Pontius is five point six. Marlon Harrison I think is down to four point eight. He actually looked he looked good last game. I know they were playing a man up, but he was putting in a lot of good crosses and creating from the, the attacking fullback spot. So. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense to just use them on that first game. I think probably everyone will. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about all of your, all of those spots, but. You and now if you love someone, someone from Portland game too, and then yeah, yeah it's going to be cutting it close, but. You know, you've got two hours in between that that DC Portland game and the LA Salt Lake game. So I mean, you could you could sick a guy or two from that DC Portland game in there. I've got I've, I'm I'm actually looking at Vitas. Um, I don't know if we're talking defenders yet, but I'm I'm looking at Vitas if he starts that game for DC United against Portland, who just shipped him to DC. Yeah, and he's a pretty good. I think he's a pretty good price too. So I'm kind of keeping an eye out for him. I want to see how DC. If they try to get him in, mix him in this game. 
Yeah. It's going to be a real bummer when it's 0-0 and you have Usted in the, the keeper spot. And then um, he runs up for the corner, loses the clean sheet because Valeri counterattack pings it in for midfield. <laughs> <laughs> or, so or does Vitas. Or Usted goal. <laughs> hitting the nuts right there for fantasy. That would be cool. Do you definitely get points for that? Not everyone. Uh, this year, nothing is guaranteed in this yeah. fantasy game, yeah. so maybe, maybe not. He'll score he the goal, but he'll get the win. minus minus five hundred thousand. <laughs> hey, my mind, my mindset's always been that keepers should get that like goal bonus, like twenty points, just something that really could skyrocket your team. Um, I mean, how often does a keeper score? It's probably been years since since one scored in MLS, but it's it, it has happened before, and I feel like from a fantasy perspective, like make it worth more than just like a field player or whatever. I don't disagree. And doing yeah, something really, outrageous really, would be great. I really love when fantasy's decided on entirely random events, just like <laughs> just like the DraftKings showdown. <laughs> It's a big There's one tomorrow a night. Chance that uh, Jorge Campos comes back to the league. I mean, that guy was taking free kicks and PKs. <laughs> I think those were the the days. Those were before I, you got yeah even knew about MLS. I would pay money to see Nick Romando take set pieces. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's hit a PK or two in his day. He's got a pretty good kick, man. I think. I'll take your word for it. If I had to take a goalie, he'd probably be up there. Uh, Skyler, you said you had Diego Rossi at four. Does that mean that Rooney is three? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I've got Rooney at three. I, I mean, he's kind of he kind of fits the same bill as Laton this week. I don't think he goes a full uh, 180 minutes. Um, but you know, he's he's got the momentum going. DC play both games at home. That first matchup at uh, or against Portland is a little bit tougher than their second one against New England. So yeah, I mean, I think what we might end up having to make a decision kind of a game time decision on is when Rooney's on the bench for this Portland game is there's no way you don't think not after the how the last game ended yeah so you think I mean you think he starts both games or do you think he comes off yeah I think he's I think he subs off early in both games yeah I could see that too I'm just throwing it out there crazier things have happened yeah I mean I agree. That spot where we end up having to say, like, is 30 minutes off the bench against Portland at home, and then maybe a full 90 against New England on the weekend. Is that enough to to put Rooney in the lineup? I think for me it probably is, but I know if he's not starting, I think it's probably going to throw a lot of people off. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, I mean, it was understandable given the run that he made to make the tackle before the eventual assist, but he looked absolutely dead by the end of that game. Like, I thought he <laughs> might actually just collapse and we would never hear yeah, from him Shout again. out to the guy. I think, I don't know who it was, but if he happens to listen to this podcast and shout out to him for um, basically saying, Will, Will Johnson should go ahead and retire if Wayne Rooney's going to track you down from like <laughs> 20 yards back on a uh, basically open net. Yeah, know? that's the biggest indictment of MLS that you can pull out of that play. <laughs> So, no, no, I'm just saying, I mean, it, it gave me a good laugh. Um, but no, I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was a world <clears throat> play. So. Yeah. Away from either player. But yeah, I mean, Will Johnson, come on. I mean, we saw Rooney al almost on a breakaway earlier in the match. And I forget who it was that caught up to him, but Rooney did not look fast. Yeah. there. Um, to be fair, there's multiple 
numerous reasons that Will Johnson should retire. <laughs> Fair point. I had him in my DraftKings lineup. I'll throw that out there. And he, hey, he hoping for set pieces. Day. Yeah, hoping for set pieces. He wasn't on him, but he still yeah. ended up with. I think he hit value at least, but. It's a nice way and, to I, and I almost got an open an open net goal like hockey style at the end of the game. I mean, I was on the edge of my seat. Mm. Well, the the moron should have just uh, played it into space in the middle of the field. Right. Definitely should have. Yeah. Even a little chip. Uh, so with all the question marks with Alessandrini, who's the top midfielder? I guess this has to be Valeri. Yeah, I still think it's Valeri. Okay. Good matchup at DC. That and basically not second string Orlando City team, but a lot of their second stringers were on the field. Um, went to DC and scored two goals. Could have had more. And I just yeah, I mean if if Valeri starts, which I'd be surprised if he doesn't, then yeah, I think he, if he starts at DC, he's probably the top midfielder. Sporting Kansas City is a tough matchup for it's him. A little but, tougher, know, yeah. He just he's. Yeah, he's just been doing so much. Um, so I mean, he, yeah, he had 13 points, and that's not, uh, I mean, he missed a penalty kick. So mm-hmm. imagine if he scored that last game. Yeah. Yeah, I think he had like 16 crosses. Obviously, playing from behind will do that. but um, Against a terrible Vancouver team. Yeah, and, and, you know, they might be in the same spot this week. Two games on the road, so you could see a Valeri that's playing from behind, swinging and crosses, taking shots. He's my top midfielder this week. And then after that, that's that's where it gets a little tricky. I've actually got, and I know a lot of people might have Acosta ahead of him, but I've got Yamil Assad penciled in as my number two right now. Wow. The the one thing before we move on, Valeri is $12 million, um, and he's on the road for two games. Mm-hmm. And at Sporting Kansas City is one of the toughest places to play. Valeri, like, I mean, he had a pretty grueling match this past weekend. And he's also old at this point, too. So I I could see Portland potentially mailing this D.C. United game in and kind of doing what LAFC did last in the squad. Hmm. Um, I don't know, just a, just a hunch. Yeah. But you should yeah, have time. It's... You should have time to adjust if that happens, because it's the second game of the double game, or yeah, the second of the three games we need to really focus on. Um, and right now, I was thinking if I went from Valeri to Jonathan Dos Santos, who had nine points last week, um, he's a he'll accumulate and get you up to probably twelve or thirteen safely. Um, I could open up a lot of other possibilities in my lineup, so I can only imagine how much that would help you guys. At five million dollars less, almost. Yeah, yeah. That much? Oh, yeah, yeah. Never mind. I thought you were talking about the the difference in price for players. But yeah, I I, I feel I that almost went over my head. But that was a nice uh, nice way to slide that jab in, JD. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew doesn't care. He's already given up on this season. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Would you have like twenty four points this week? <laughs> um. Basically, yeah. It was the equivalent of that, yeah. Just I better, I better not harp too much or I'll get fired again. Yeah, 56 is where I ended. Ugh. That's okay. It was a fun season while it lasted. All uh, <laughs> two weeks of it in the, in the fall. Um, it's a busy season. Yeah, so the so then where does uh, Kellen and Costa fit in? Because he obviously has two games, but they're not the easy. We You know, we crapped all over the galaxy before, but 
two games in LA are really not the easiest of double game weeks. Yeah, he has the best schedule because it's Tuesday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the Rapids, the Rapids have the best double game week schedule in terms of rest. Um, maybe they even stay in LA. Who knows? I would assume so. Probably should. Right. Um, I I don't love the matchups, obviously, but Kellen Acosta gets enough peripherals and uh, accumulates enough bonus points that I think he's going to be in there for me. Okay. He, he's probably going to get another price bump, do we think? I mean, oh, yeah, I would imagine, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, and so for the price, um, what's he at right now? Is he... Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half, yeah. I mean, I think that's... I think it's worth a shot. I mean, I feel like he's a guy that even if he doesn't do anything, he's he could get us four or five points each game and mm-hmm. come through with a serviceable score. So I like him this week. I mean, I'd say as far as like if you're if you want to know where he's ranked, I think he falls in the top ten, but maybe on the on the bubble somewhere like nine, ten, or eleven somewhere around there. Hmm. Wow, really? That's yeah, that's a lot lower. Than I was expecting. I'm I'm yeah. I've got I'm. You guys know me. I'm pretty home heavy, and with DC and LAFC both playing. Um, two games at home. I've got like guys like Benny Failhaber sprinkled in, um, Luciano Acosta, Zoltan Stieber, Dos Santos, even though he's not LA or, or uh, DC or LAFC. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, after like even Valeri, it's not like, I guess for his production, it's clear cut that he's number one. But it's like JD said, like, you got to be prepared for the variables of, of him potentially resting. So it's not like, uh, uh I don't know, like, even like at forward with Carlos Vela, like I feel like he's pretty clear cut the top option for me. Maybe you could make a case for Zlatan. I don't feel like it's the same for midfielder this week. Yeah, I I agree. I think you could go a lot of different routes with your lineup construction this week. Um, Acosta for me is like one of the players I I know is probably going to play two full games, so yeah. I love that. Yep. And L. The, the Galaxy are not really good defensively, so I love that. Mm-hmm. But they might get ahead by a goal or two, then Colorado can push. Um, for me, that's ideal. I get that. Plus the price yes. rise, like we said. So, I mean, all things considered, I think he's a lock for the lineup. If I'm just ranking based on who I think can get the most points, he's probably sixth, seventh. I didn't really do my rankings yet. Maybe fifth or sixth, actually. Actually. Uh, yeah, it's the the matchups aren't bad. I know we're jumping on, jumping off of this, but I mean the matchups at LA Galaxy and at LAFC who have both been shipping goals like and Acosta's seemingly back in the goals. So yeah, that's, yeah, I think he's in for me too. So for what it's worth, the Galaxy or um, LAFC and Colorado are the only two teams that play another double game week team in their second game. So that always helps too. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, you mentioned a few value plays before for um, the Galaxy, at least, because we, you know, we might see uh, Legette come in. Are there any other guys that you're kind of thinking of, or at least guys you're thinking that I'll have to play? <laughs> well, like I said, for Colorado, I like Boateng at five and a half million. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like Pontius at five point six. Um, the one guy I've locked in at defense right now that's a value, I think, is Jordan Harvey, four and a half. Yep. Because uh, hosting RSL and hosting Colorado, to me, that's an 80 
to 85% chance probably at one clean sheet at least. Mm -hmm. That might be, I mean, realistically, that might be a little high, maybe 75% chance, 70 at getting a clean sheet. Do we think Siani comes back in for Steris? <laughs> he did last game, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so I think that's the kind of the same thing with Zlatan, though. I feel like um, I think Siani's been dealing with a knee, so ceiling uh, field turf probably not going to happen for Siani. So I, I think he's a rotation risk this week. Yep. They should just play Hilliard Arce full time. <laughs> Hey, he. I think when he came in, he, or he's he's had a couple of appearances this season, but yeah, yeah. he's good, and he's he good. is he is such a threat in the air on set pieces too. That I mean, I don't know why you have Siani in when you could like if they played Hilliard Arce all year, there would have been definite growing pains. But it's not like they're not giving up goals right and left anyway. So get like someone with some upside in that you can like trial by fire and he can grow as a young player just like the union do just like fc dallas um theoretically try to do sometimes but really like bob's kind of doing with moutinho a little bit sure yeah exactly i mean there's a lot of cases around the league this year specifically where young players are just getting thrown into the fire and it it's obviously really helping them and that's what happens around the world so i don't know why we're worrying about freaking siani <laughs> they had growing pains with him, and he's a veteran here, so. It's just pains, straight pains. Imagine ranking Siani number one fantasy defender at some point earlier in the season. <laughs> 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 it must have been a triple game week. And then he goes on, yeah, yeah. And then he goes on to score an own goal. Just to, uh, <laughs> I I think I've had him like uh, top five this year, but that's because it was a double game week with good matchups. Yeah. Yeah, it was it's probably also recently after he scored that header. It was, and he's yeah. I mean, he's definitely a set piece target, but he also makes pretty dumb mistakes in the back. So, <laughs> full disclosure, he's on my bench yeah. right now. <laughs> but um, since Skyler mentioned the turf factor, I need to rethink that. That would also save me money because he's expensive. Yep. I think, uh, I mean, if we're talking just values in general, I mentioned Vitas earlier. I mean, he's 5.0. I mean, any of the D.C. defenders, really, I mean, they've got two games at home. It's a little bit risky, but you've got O'Neal Fisher, Kofi Apare. All these guys are under $5 million. Um, I had two of them in, in my lineup this last week, which ended up being a disaster, but three <laughs> points from, <laughs> three points from each. Um I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not gonna put it past. Like, I I think Bill Hamid is back this week too, so I'm not gonna put it past DC not to notch their. I think it'll be their first clean sheet at home. But um, I don't know. I kind of like DC's options as, as values, and they'll be pretty under the radar, pretty low owned, rightfully so. But I think you can go there. <clears throat> yeah, the only way they're getting a clean sheet is if there's heavy rotation for Portland, which, as I said, definitely could happen. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, Portland just lost two to one at home to Vancouver. That was insanely unlucky. And right, yeah, it was pretty lopsided. But uh, <laughs> hey, just saying. I mean, it's Did... not out of the realm of possibility that that DC posts a clean sheet with two home games. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. I know Takara or Teixeira scored the second goal. 
Um, pretty sure. I forget how it happened. Oh, wasn't it a header? It was a header. Bizarre. Yeah, okay. A header. So we had, a, we, we had a header from, like, two of the shortest players in the league this past week with <laughs> Lucho Acosta and Teixeira. But then the first goal was um, also a header from Kai, where Antonella bizarrely came off his line um, about 10 to 12 yards too far on, like, a weird free kick defensive lapse. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think it was a, a very fluky game, and I think Portland should have handily won. Um, I Let's not get carried away with Vancouver. Not that Skyler was, just... Yep. He does like to get carried away with Kai, at least, specifically. That is a good goal. Yeah. It's good to see him get that. I mean, it was a, a great ball by Watson, for one. Yeah. I mean, the military needs to uh, find whatever technology is in Kai Kamara's head for their, like, homing rockets and stuff, because <laughs> it, it always finds the back of the net the perfect spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skyler, you mentioned Bill Hamid before. You going to try to get him in a keeperoo? Maybe. I mean, he's six million, so he's not cheap. No, he's not. So is Tim Howard. That's so annoying. Tim Howard is six. I mean, I think I'd probably rather go with uh, uh, Bingham before I go with Hamid. Yeah, I mean, if if DC's starting keeper for the whole year is four point four million, how are we pricing Bill Hamid at six? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's tough. I probably want to end up with a keeper that plays two home games. So it's it's between Hamid and I think Tyler Miller gets back for LAFC. I think he sat out this past game. He was another one that got hit by the, the U.S. Open Cup and just the congested schedule. So I think he was given a breather this last game. But I think he's back. Um, Lopez wasn't very good, so. Yeah, I think I think he's back. But, I mean, there too, it's not like he's cheap. I mean, Miller's $6 million also, so. I think the yeah Bingham has to be your bench guy first. I think yeah, just because he he's five point one, and especially with salary being crucial, um, like if if you don't have to play a second keeper, that's amazing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that killed me this past week. I yep. know a lot of folks had Zach Steph, and I had Matt Turner. I had Turner, and I switched to, to Adnella, and that was a negative one point bust. Hmm. But if I save the money, I might not have played Luciano Acosta. So look on the bright side. Oh, that's funny. Yep. Would you uh, play Tim Howard if he was, like, 2.0? Yeah. If Tim Howard was 4.5, I'd play him. Wasn't he, like, 4 at the end of the spring season? Oh, yeah, easily. Right. So, like, putting him back to $6 million, like just kills it. Like we're just gonna see the steady decline back to four. Yeah, I mean it. It makes no sense, but that follows the pattern. Yeah. Oh well. Um. So it seems like the two LA guys are the is the keeperu the ideal keeperu and hoping that just Bingham shuts out the Rapids in the first game and then you're. It's just gravy, or do you? I mean, you can't possibly chance it after that, right? Not if Bingham shuts him out. Yeah. Right. No way. Right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, find one clean sheet and take it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the basically, if you get that first clean sheet, the best you could probably do is like five more points if you happen to get two clean sheets out of another keeper. So, is it really worth the risk? Where you could have like, I don't know. I mean, it feels like yeah, if you get that first clean sheet, go ahead and lock those points in, and uh, don't even don't even risk it with the other keepers. Yeah. Um. 
I think that's all I got for the double game week, guys. Uh, are there any single game week ones worth considering? Yeah, I think at forward you can consider. I mean, obviously, Joseph's been really hot. They're back at home. Yep. Um, man, after that, it's it gets tough. I've got there's like, some like I've interesting got, matchups though. Like, yeah, it's not like Columbus at home for Atlanta is the easiest of matchups, but. I mean, Joseph just hit for a hat trick against uh, Toronto, yeah. didn't he? Yep. So, I mean, you have Rudy home against Minnesota, Elise home against RSL on a short week. Yep. Via at Philly. You're missing my favorite. Will Bruin home against again? Oh, I'm sorry. Was that not it? <laughs> uh, I mean, Javinko at, at uh, San Jose is a good one. Yes, yep. in a literally what might be a must-win game. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty after, much all must-win at this point for Toronto. Yeah, well, after moron Josie Alcidore went and <laughs> uh, got the red card. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a bold move to go with a single game week player here because, I mean, you look at the top, you've got guys like Vela, Ibrahimovic, and Rooney. And even if you give me, like, 120 minutes out of those guys, I'd probably take that over even, like, a Joseph, Javinko, or Villa. Um, yeah, so here's, in their spot. here's how it happens, Skylar. Zlatan, you're scared, so you put him on the bench. First game tomorrow. I'm not saying that's what you should do, but I'm saying some people might. Right. Zlatan on the bench. Then we come to DC United hosting Portland. Wayne Rooney not starting. I say, ah, hell, well, what do I need to do now? I'll put Javinko in the starting lineup if Zlatan dominates... Then he'll just come in. I can zero out Javinko. Yeah. Or maybe someone else doesn't do good, and you leave Javinko in. It it all depends how that unfolds. But um, if that's how your team kind of goes, I wouldn't be super disappointed. I think yeah. it's always it's always smart to play the forwards that are going to get like a game and a half instead. But um, Javinko's been playing pretty well lately. Yeah, I think somebody called me out a few weeks back and was like why why does Javinko keep getting ranked like top five and I said well look at his production like it's not I mean he's not blowing it out but he's still been consistent he's still scoring goals still assisting I mean he's, he's Toronto's attack right now really I mean yeah. I guess Osorio's been filling in but it's it's all Javinko so uh, yeah he's he's still an elite fantasy play for me where do you absolutely I, I um if I if I sort on the Rotowire stats page um, I just did weeks 15 through 24. Um, Javinko, 15 shots from free kicks. Jeez. Uh, the next highest is Latin with 10, who feels like he should have like 100 <laughs> based on when I watch him. And then the next most is Valeri and Tider at 5. Wow. So just on like potential to score from a free kick alone, what we've seen from Javinko in the past, I mean, he's going to put that on target and try to score. Yeah. Um, you can't tell me that San Jose is not going to give them some opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fair. I wish it were a single game week for everybody so all the home drones could be like, oh, not Javinko, and then I would just cap him. <laughs> I would that literally... Is that what I sound like? I would literally captain him. I, w I would captain him this week probably if it was everyone's single game week. Where do you put... Because we we talked about how there are a lot of question marks at midfield, but you have uh, Ignacio Piatti home against the Fire. I mean, that's 
About as good as it gets. I mean, not as good as it gets, but it's up there. Yeah. It's the one position I just definitely don't see me rolling out any single yeah. game weak players. I mean, I guess defender and goalkeeper too. Forward's realistically probably the only one that looks attractive to me to, to like, you know, instead of a guy like, uh, like JD said, if like a Rooney or Ibrahimovic don't start the first game, then yeah, I could totally see like trying to pull off a Joseph Martinez or, or Javinko. Um, I just, I can't see it at any other position. Yeah. I mean, you're nope. right. Like, he's got a good matchup, but the midfielders especially, those those could be your bonus point producers that you're filling in instead of uh, a guy like Piotti. Um, I say, Jonathan Dos Santos for two games is a lot safer than Piotti against anybody. Yep. I mean, Jonathan Dos Santos for one game is safer than Piotti <laughs> against true. anybody. But... Yeah, <laughs> especially right now. I mean, with L.A. and, and the state that they are, like, he's going to be counted on for production on both sides. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, creeping up my, my rankings as we as we record. Okay. Yeah. So it, just in case anyone's listening to this like last minute, whatever you're about to build a lineup quick before lineup locks on Tuesday, Orlando is the team you want to use for your switcheroo people because yep. they don't play. Yep. Be a lot of PC ownership this week. <laughs> I've got him. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and I have I have a Grinwis in goal right now. Oh. I don't know his first name. Apologies if you listen, a Grinwis. Oh, Andrew, let's go with that. A little Is shout it? out for for uh, could be ringleader here. Now I gotta actually look. <laughs> Survey says the MLS site just this spinning red Alex. line. Oh, he doesn't even show up. It's still the A. Come on, you can't uh, give me a first name here. No, no, yeah. If you're looking, at Adam, the, Adam. Ah, uh, oh well. Shout out to uh, Zadroik. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Captain's article. The same no, amount. Yeah, Zedroik, same amount of MLS starts as Adam Grinless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else before we sign off? Who's who's benching Ibra? Who's putting him on the bench? Who's putting Rooney on the bench? Are you guys starting all three? Uh, I'm probably starting Ibra against Colorado at home if he's if he's in the yeah yeah lineup. sure absolutely yeah. yeah. And then same with Rooney. I mean, if, if especially if what you you know said earlier holds true. I mean, even if Rooney comes off a little early in both games, but starts, then yeah, give me give me Rooney two games at home coming off this this big momentum swing. Gotcha. So your switcheroo is mostly going to be defenders. Defenders. Yep. Two defenders, one midfield. Yep. Actually, so. I, yeah, I guess if your your dummy is a defender, it's basically two defenders. It's two defenders. Yeah. So you can just try to get. A price rise with the other midfielder. Yep. If you can. That's not it. bad. That's not the worst strategy. Yeah. Or if that midfielder does well, you zero out a high price midfielder that starts later. Uh, you could, although you're probably. I mean, they're all fairly close. I mean, if if I have Pontius on the bench and he gets a goal and an assist, then I'm probably yes. zeroing it out. Um, probably Luciano Acosta, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, that's a tough call, but I mean. You take the goal and assist in the first game. Oh, sure. Game. Sure. Yeah. I'm excited to see these rankings. Yeah. Let's not um, – just one more word of caution, LAFC. Like, let's not rely on Phil Haber, Win. I mean, really any midfielder, probably Horta. I don't know. It all seems too risky for me, as tempting as that is. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you take them out, though, you're losing a decent number of options. 
because like LA doesn't have a lot. Are you gonna have two like DC midfielders? You think Phil Auburn's good? That would be so he would have played midweek last week. I think he played like sixty minutes or so. Yeah, he came off a little 60, early. 67 minutes. Then he played this past weekend. I'm assuming the whole game. And then you, so you think he's gonna play four games in ten days? Even though he came off early in one of them. Like, yeah, I mean K's out of the mix now. I mean, yeah, they've got some reinforcements. They have plenty of midfielders to play. To, I, I get it. It's Bob Bradley, though. I mean, he he basically rolled out a full starting lineup like two days before that big U.S. Open Cup game, and then put the same guys back out on the field. Like it, it I wouldn't put it past Bob. All right, so it's five games in thirteen days for Phil. <laughs> yeah, hey. I, I Bob Bradley, you're. Point, it's that way. I mean, it feels like it's that way with just so many players this week. Like, sure, but I mean, come. more with LAFC than anyone. Right. Yeah. And the argument this Bob Bradley, I agree with because Bob Bradley is smart and he knows that this game is, in the grand scheme of things, not that meaningful. Mm -hmm. hmm. Give Benny some rest. Yeah. We'll see. Oh well, we'll see. Anybody wants to follow up with these guys, you can find JD on Twitter at DFSMLS. Skylar is at DraftKicks. I'm at Rotowire Andrew. Uh, we're mostly available in the Rotowire subscriber Slack chat. JD less so because I don't know. Because I'm spending my time on Reddit. That's right. <laughs> Defending himself doing his rankings. Um, JD's rankings you can find at Rotowire.com slash soccer. You can find Skylar's weekly rankings at MLSsoccer.com. Gentlemen, thank you for all of that, and good luck this week. Good luck, guys. Good luck, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.